Ciao amici, Chef Jenner here, Jenner in Tuscany. It is Sunday, September 10th, and I hope that wherever you are, you're having a wonderful weekend. Uh, here, where I am, we're kind of having a craptastic weather here in Colorado Springs. So I figured what better day than to record a podcast on my new makeshift studio live from Jenner's bedroom closet. That's right, folks, my walk-in closet. I'm so excited. I started this morning uh, by going to uh, Trader Joe's and let me correct myself because by the time I got there, it was early afternoon. Mistake number one, Trader Joe's on a Sunday afternoon. They should sell t-shirts that say, I survived Trader Joe's on a Sunday afternoon. You know, starting from the parking lot and going into the store and you ask, why did I torture myself like that? because Trader Joe's has the best prices in town on Prosecco, them and Costco, and I sure as hell did not feel like stomaching Costco today. But you can get, you know, like Zonin Prosecco for under $10. And you know, here, the average price of Zonin is like $15 a bottle on upward, right? They have La Marcha, and then they have a few like no-name kind of uh, Proseccos, but they have the proper licensing and everything, so they're not some cheap knockoff. So that's why I suffer Trader Joe's, because they have good prices on Prosecco. So today I am celebrating this podcast with a glass of Zone and Prosecco. They are not a paid sponsor of this podcast. They're just my drink of choice today, okay? Now, you kind of laugh at my setup here. Uh, because I have my cute little desk from Ikea in here, my chair, my little lamp, and my power strip because this house was built in the early 90s and we were not as connected as we are today. So nobody thought to put a power outlet in the closet. So I have one of those woven extension cords going from my bathroom into the closet, laying as flat as possible on the carpet, and then I have a little uh, rug over the cord itself so I don't trip on it when I'm in the bathroom. But I've got my little Ikea desk and my folding chair and my little tiny Ikea lamp. You know, and I've got my computer plugged in here, my little microphone set up and everything. So it's kind of a legit amateur venture, you know, just trying to teach myself the ins and outs and technical uh, tricks of doing voiceovers and recording uh, because it's a very legitimate profession that you can do from your home from anywhere around the world. Now, so, yeah, but as I was saying, back in the 90s, people didn't think that you would need an outlet in your closet, and that's why when the day comes that I'm finally able to build my dream home in Italy, I will have outlets in my closet because not only will I have my sound studio there, I'm going to have a TV in there. So, you know, if I'm in the closet doing something and a soccer game is on or F1 is on, I can watch it from the closet without missing a step. Now, before anybody gets the wrong idea about how materialistic I am, I want to clear this up. You know, having a huge, huge house in Italy is not my goal at all. I would be happy with a large apartment, and by large, I say like maybe 1,000, 1,200 square feet. The important things to me are having a nice walk-in closet and an amazing kitchen and a walk-in pantry because I am a kitchen gadget nerd 
and I want a walk-in closet with boatloads of kitchen gadgets, anywhere from my tomato miller to my paella pans, my food processor, you know, my stock pots. So that's why I want the walk-in closet in my kitchen. Now, in the kitchen also, I want, I don't know how it's going to happen, but one day I want a kitchen from Ricardo Bartel. Now, this place is like kitchen wonderland in Florence, in my opinion. And if you've ever looked at my itinerary, on the day that we have a half-day food tour, I offer an optional walking tour of the Ultra Arno area, which is the other, other side of the Arno River in Florence. And on that walking tour, I take you to two of my favorite places, an art gallery that has significant uh, historical value in Florence. And then I take you to Ricardo Bartel because... As I mentioned, this place is like kitchen wonderland on earth. It is this big showroom and it's kind of like built in a courtyard. So one side is the office, then they have the courtyard and then they have the other like consulting offices. So if you're having design work done by them, you can go in there, but they make all of this stuff there. Okay. So they salvage old refrigerators, ovens, other kitchen gadgets, they refurbish them, give them these amazing finishes, and then uh, fill them like if it's an oven or a refrigerator with top of the line equipment. So they look old on the outside, but they're brand new on the inside. And this place is just freaking amazing. And if you were to go on that walking tour with me, that is one of the places I would take you. So I digress. That's where I want my dream kitchen from. And in the closet, as I mentioned, you know, I want electrical out so I can have a TV mounted so I won't miss any of my soccer. I can have my sound studio and then I can have my clothes and plenty of rooms for shoes and purses. I mean, because you are in Italy and oh, the purses you can get there and they're so inexpensive because, you know, they eat the whole cow. They eat the whole pig. They have to have something to do with all that cow hide or pig skin, right? And I apologize if I'm offending any vegans. I'm just saying that they believe in not letting anything on the animal go to waste. And that's why you can get wonderful purses at such wonderful prices. And I want room to keep them all. So um, anyway, back to the topic. I am celebrating my new podcast in my new closet. So let's get down to business. So Labor Day is gone, which means it is the unofficial start to fall. You know, summer vacations are over, the kids are back in school. I know here in Colorado Springs, the weather is starting to get cooler. There's a definite change in the air. And, um, you know, the holidays will be here before we know it. And I have decided that this year I am going back to Florence for Christmas. I haven't been there for Christmas in quite some time. Uh, I was lucky enough to find an apartment for dirt cheap from a brand new renter. You know, you get these deals from these people that are just looking to get their first reviews. So like their first three reservations are at a steep discount. I have lucked out and found another one. And when I say dirt cheap, I mean 10 days for under $1,000. Uh, $700, you guys. Seriously. 10 days, $700. Brand new apartment, washer, full kitchen, cute little balcony, awesome part of town. So I look forward to writing a review about that. But I am 
thinking about maybe in the next one or two years doing a holiday tour in Florence. You know, sometimes people do travel for the holidays and to me, Italy has a wonderful holiday spirit. Even though my friend uh, disagrees with me, he says the holiday is very commercial there. It's not nearly as commercial as it is here in the United States. I mean, they still actually wait until November to start putting up their Christmas decorations. You know, I went to Costco in August and they've gone full-blown Christmas on me already. I don't like that. I don't like seeing Christmas decorations before Halloween. It doesn't make me want to buy stuff. It just pisses me off. But anyway, so yeah, I'm going to go to Florence for Christmas just to kind of investigate the idea of possibly having a Christmas time tour, you know, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I bring that up because I, I, it's not just a ploy to try to get you guys to go on my wonderful tour of Tuscany next spring. Uh, it is um, a real news story right now in Florence. On this Wednesday, they will vote on a measure to ban Airbnbs in the historic center. And when I say historic center, I mean surrounding the Duomo and in that area. Um, they're not talking about, you know, across the bridge in the Ultra Arno or up north. Um, they're talking about in a very narrow radius. Um, they are offering a three-year waiver of your property taxes if you are an Airbnb owner who agrees to convert their rental into a long-term rental for local residents or people who plan to stay long-term. Um, so Florence is trying to curb the Uber tourism and you know part of it is because you see all these stories about these tourists behaving badly you know like the last one I saw was some idiot went and graffitied the Uffizi gallery okay this is where the Medici had their offices and some idiot goes with the spray can of paint you know graffitiing it um, they've had a number of incidences of tourists acting poorly and they are trying to they're trying to curb the over-tourism, good grief, um, to try to curb those acts. So, you know, the saying where it says a few bad apples ruin it for everybody, this is what's happening. So I'm saying this because Airbnbs are going to be disappearing. Uh, they're already running low. I've been on Airbnb and both booking.com and there are not nearly as many vacation rentals listed on there as there were last year at this time. And I believe that a large part of it are because of the incentives um, that the city council in Florence are offering these apartment owners to convert them into long-term rentals instead of tourism traps. So if you have not started planning your vacation for next spring, next summer, if you are planning to go to anywhere in Europe, I have the feeling this this will be a trend that is spreading. You want to start planning now um, because you are going to find uh, that there's going to be a smaller selection than usual of these Airbnbs, uh, VRBOs, vacation rentals. I already have my vacation rental reserved for next summer. I'm not playing around folks and neither should you, but you really should go on my tour too. So go to www.spreadsatura.tours and check out the itinerary, the pricing, and if you want to make a reservation.
So in other news around Italy, uh, in Venice, as of January 2024, the city is going to start charging a five euro entry fee. They are going to put that into trial starting in January. Uh, Their goals are to curb Uber tourism. Again, you know, I spent two nights in Venice. Um, What was it? It was in uh, June of 2022. And you guys, wow. Venetians are rude. Um, But, and I've said this in another podcast, but I totally understand why they're rude. Because the tourists are even ruder. And the Venetians just get tired of putting up with their crap. So I really do hope that this works for Venice because, you know, those two days that I spent there in the daytime, if you were walking around or trying to take a picture of something, I mean, you literally had to deal with tourists just jumping in front of you and clouding your shot just so they could get their shot. It, it was the most ridiculous display of ill manners I've ever seen in my lifetime. So I really do hope that this works for Venice because it is such a breathtakingly beauty city and it is such a shame that the tourists are running it into the ground. Um, so it's just another example of how these European countries are trying, you know, to curb the Uber tourism. Remember, I told you about the ETIAS system. That's one measure. You know, you have Venice trying to charge an admission fee you have Florence you know incentivizing their residents to uh, turn their apartments from an Airbnb back into residential housing you're going to see this all over Europe it is a trend of 2024 So as a blogger, podcaster, cafe owner, traveler, I spend a lot of time on social media, but I don't do it for malicious purposes. You know, like I don't follow any gossipers, any news sites, you know, I don't get in chat rooms and get into malicious arguments with other online users. You know, what I look for is strictly for entertainment purposes. Oh, and also food. You know, I look for recipes too. You know, it's for entertainment purposes. It's to enlighten me or help me learn something, you know, not bog me down with stuff that I don't need. So I listen to, or I listen to online uh, streaming, uh, Radio DJ, one of the top Italian radio stations. And they were laughing at Americans, you guys. They were laughing at Americans' perception of the passeggiata. Now, if you've ever watched, you know, the travel shows on PBS, uh, there's one travel writer that I think of that I'm sure you know, um, you know, who has waxed prophetically about the Italian passeggiata. You know, every evening the Italians are out walking, you know, they're out people watching, they're out talking, they're out strolling, maybe having an aperitivo or having a gelato, like how passeggiata is the rite of passage for all Italians. At least that's how they make it seem. And they were laughing because they say that Americans over-exaggerate that. And then they played an American uh, podcaster who was talking about, so I want to talk about the Italian passeggiata. They do it every day, blah, blah, blah. And one of the guys that was a guest on their show said, you know, 
I've actually had people check into my hotel, American people, and ask, what time does the Pasajata start and where should I go? Like it's actually a set event that happens every night that Italians put on their calendar every night. And he's like, that's not true. He's like, we might be out walking at that time. We might go get a drink. You know, we might be out. But when you go to a lot of these bigger cities, the quote unquote Passagiata are mostly Americans. So they were mocking us, you guys. So I think Passagiata, yes, it still does happen. It's not as big of a deal as we make it believe to be it is. And I think the other thing about Passagiata is it's like Fight Club. You know, the first rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. So I think the first rule of Passagiata, don't talk about Passagiata. So I want to thank you guys for spending your valuable time on this Sunday uh, to listen to my insanity. Again, this is the first episode of Jenner from her bedroom closet. So you know, maybe I should change it from Jenner in Tuscany to Jenner in the closet. <laughs> no, I would never do that. But uh, again, I want to thank you. And I hope that you learned something on this podcast. And if you like it, that you will like, follow and share it with your friends. Uh, you can also support me financially on this podcast, which would be greatly appreciated. So um, from Jenner live here in Colorado Springs in the closet. Uh, this is Jenner in Tuscany. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Ci vediamo dopo. Ciao, ciao, ciao.